Welcome to Rome Christian Center. We are so glad that you are with us here today. If you are local to the Rome, New York area, we would like to invite you to join us 10 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on Sundays. We are located at 7985 Turin Road in Rome, New York. Let's join the service as we believe God has something in store for you today. I do want to reiterate uh, something that Pastor Darren said. Uh, I just want to thank everyone who's been giving. Uh, we've been receiving offerings in the mail. We've been receiving them online. And uh, actually, somebody actually brought their offering to the church, actually physically delivered it. And I just we're just so grateful. I just want to say thank you. Uh, we really appreciate that. And, uh, and the other thing I want to remind you of is uh, next Sunday is Easter. And I really wanted to take... Uh, communion with you. So even if we do it remotely, you know, the, the Apostle Paul wrote one letter, I believe it was to the uh, Colossians or one of them, I forget which one, and he wasn't with them personally, he never saw them personally. He said, I'm, I'm writing to those who've never seen my face, but he's always, he said, I'm, I'm with you in spirit. And that's what I feel like, you know, we miss you physically, but we're with you in spirit. You know, we're thinking about you, we're praying for you, and we're looking forward to the day we can get back together and in the house of the Lord, and just worship together, and and give you a hug instead of an elbow. You know, Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. A few people have asked about this virus. What do I think? Well, sometimes it's better if I don't. But let me read to you something that David Wilkerson said in 1986. This is what. 34 years ago. He said, I see a plague coming on the world and the bars and the churches and the government will shut down. The plague will hit New York City and shake it like it has never been shaken. The plague is going to force prayerless believers into radical prayer and into their Bibles and repentance will be the cry from the man of God in the pulpit and out of it will come a third great awakening that will sweep America and the world. You know, a lot of people might be saying, well, this plague is of the devil and we don't have to put up with it. Sometimes God allows things to happen to shake us. We need to be shaken because in times of ease, in times of prosperity, when everything is going great, we become, uh, we become lukewarm. We become like the church at Laodicea. You know, it's like, well, we got everything. We don't have a need of anything. And we forget sometimes to... to press into God, to stay on fire for God. And God doesn't want us to become lukewarm. He hates lukewarm. He said, get hot or cold, but don't be lukewarm. And so, so sometimes we need to be shaken. And I'm telling you, a lot of the places where, we, where America has gone to worship for years are gone no more. The bars, the restaurants, the malls, the sports arenas, all these places shut down. And who could have guessed it? Who could have guessed at Christmas time when we were celebrating and opening gifts and, and partying and having a great time? Who could have guessed that three months later the world would have basically been in lockdown? It's amazing to me how quick this has happened. And God is shaking. He's, and, the, and, and he's going to continue to shake until, until people start turning back to him. You know, uh, let me just read you. I want to just read a passage of scripture before I get into... Uh, the word today. In first, first Thessalonians chapter five, and this follows 
at the end of chapter 4, in the letter to the first, letter to uh, the Thessalonians, it's, it's that passage of scripture where God talks about, uh, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, you know, about the, the second coming of the Lord. And then he says this, now as to the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need of anything to be written to you. For you know yourselves full well that the day of the Lord will come just like a thief in the night. When they are saying peace and safety, then destruction will come upon them suddenly like labor pains on a woman with child, and we will not escape. But you, brethren, are not in the darkness, that that day would overtake you like a thief. For you are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night or the darkness, so let us not sleep as others do, but let us be alert and sober. But it talks about uh, the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is not a good day. I'm telling you, it's not. It's a day of judgment. It's a day where God comes back and, and, and judges sinfulness and, and, and the wickedness of men. But, he, but the Bible talks about that being like a woman in labor. And that's what I feel like sometimes is, is, is what's going on. There's labor pains coming upon the earth. And we're all going to, we're going to have to put up with it, all of us. But let's not be fearful. Let's not be afraid of what's going on. Trust God. Draw close to God. And uh, we'll get through this in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Lord, give us wisdom, Lord. Draw us closer to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I was praying on Thursday morning. And I was in a time of worship. Whenever I, whenever I start praying, I, I'm, I always start off just by worshiping God for not a long time, maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes. But just want to tune into God. And uh, I was getting near the end of that time, you might say. And uh, an anger began to rise up on the inside of me. I, I felt angry. But I wasn't mad at people. I was mad at, uh, like, the enemy, the devil, and the things that he's, that he's coming against the, the church with. And it just began to rise up on the inside of me. It was like it, was, it wasn't a natural anger. It was in the spirit realm. And I began to uh, speak against uh, sickness and disease, depression, and, and the things that are attacking God's people, and against this virus, you know. And I'm, but I'm not so sure that the virus is all the devil. You know, sometimes when we turn our backs on God, if you, I can't help but when I read my Bible, in the Old Testament, whenever Israel turned its back on God, God lifted his hand of protection, and the enemy was able to come in. Now, it was the enemy that came in, but it was God's hand of protection that had been lifted. And, uh, you know, I sometimes, and I've been convinced, and I stand to be corrected, and when I get to heaven, I'll find out. 
but I've been convinced for years and years and years that the attack on, the, on New York City, the World Trade Center, 9-11, was, uh, was allowed by God because he had lifted his hand in protection off this nation because we'd basically turned from him. Not, 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 not everyone in this country has turned from him, but so many of us in, our, in this land have turned from They're just ignoring God, they're, and they, they're actually anti-God. And God lifts his hand of protection, kind of shakes it, says, hey, wake up, you know. And uh, I don't know that we have woken up, but we need to wake up again. But I began to sense, as I spoke against some of the things that I felt in my spirit to speak against on, on that day in, in prayer. To, just to speak to you for a little while this morning about the words that, that come out of our mouth. You know, we've been made in the image and likeness of God. And God is a speaking God. He causes everything to happen. He causes things to come into being by the words of his mouth. In Hebrews chapter 11, it says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. And it says in Romans chapter 4 that God calls things which be not as though they were. He calls into being things which do not exist. And that's what God wants us to God wants us to be people that bring into being the things that God wants by the, by the confession of our mouth. In Mark chapter 11, I'm going to read a lot of scriptures today that are very familiar. But we need to go over them again and again and again because we lose them. After a while, we, they kind of drift away from us and we got, God's got to bring us back to some place that you know here here's where you're supposed to be speaking the word of God confessing the word of God getting angry at the things that God that are anti-God that are not what God wants for us sickness and disease or depression or anxiety whatever all these things they know in Jesus name we're not putting up with them and uh, and it says God calls things which be not as though they were what are the things that are not the things are not sometimes is, is an answer to a prayer a healing something we need from God a new job or whatever and we don't have it yet so we press in we just call those thank you God for my new job thank you Lord for my healing thank you Lord for a break in this relationship thank you Lord we declare we go again we just declare it and declare it thank you Lord for healing me thank you Lord that you are my savior thank you Lord that you are my deliverer you know, we just, we, we've got to watch the words that come out of my mouth. Put a guard over my lips, oh God, the Bible says, that I might not sin against you. So in Mark chapter 11 and verse 23, it says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, you know, God, God, God doesn't talk, tell us to talk about the mountain. He says, if there's a mountain in your life, something that you're struggling with, we're supposed to talk to it, not, not about it. And that's one of the problems right now about this virus. Everyone's talking about it, but no one's talking. We've got to start talking to it. No, in Jesus' name, you're not coming near me in the name of Jesus. You're not coming near people in our church. I'm telling you, I am pro proclaiming over that we're not, we're not going to put up with this virus in this church. It's not coming here in Jesus' name. You can go down the road. You can go somewhere else, but you're not stopping here. Hallelujah. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's, the Bible says be angry, but do not sin. There's a righteous anger that God wants us to have. And to rise up in our spirit, man, and to stop being uh, so lethargic in our walk with God. I'm not accusing anybody, but I'm just saying, you know, God wants us to be uh, 
on fire like bulldogs, like, you know, where's the devil? You know, we, don't, you, don't you love a good fight? I love a good fight. Come on, because a good fight is one that you win. And, uh, okay, let me get back to this. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. God says, whatever you believe in your heart and say with your mouth, and say with your mouth, and say with your mouth. Not just once. That's the problem. People say, well, I tried that. It doesn't work. No, you don't try it. You do it. And you just do it, and you do it, and you do it. You know, it's, it's like if you had taken a trip across the country, it's like, you know, you may not get there the first day. You may not get there the second day. You may not get there the third day. But you just keep going because you have, a, you have something that you're going for. And, and along the way, you don't just keep looking around and say, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Have I got my answer to my prayer yet? Oh, God, where, you know, where are you, God? No, we just press. We say, thank you. We're going. We're going to make it today. We're going to go this far. And if we're not there, we're going to keep going tomorrow. We're going to keep going tomorrow. We're going to keep going tomorrow until we get there, until the thing that I'm believing God for is manifested. Somebody say hallelujah. Thank you. I can hear you through that phone. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul said, We look not at things which are seen, but things which are unseen. The things that are unseen are things we don't have yet. Things in the spirit realm. We don't, we're not looking at the natural. We're not going by what we see in the natural. And shortly thereafter that, in the next chapter, he said, For we walk by what? By faith and not by sight. We don't walk by what we see. Because what we see wants to destroy our faith. It wants to cause us to be discouraged. No, I'm believing the word of God. Whose report will you believe? I'll believe the word of God. I thank you, God, that you are my healer. I speak to these tremors in my body. And I say, no, I give you no place in Jesus' name. I'm not a sick man trying to get well. I'm a well man driving off sickness and disease. And I'm telling you, you got no place in me. I'm not giving you any place. I'm not just laying back and saying, well, you know, that's just the way it is. And the doctor said, well, you know, praise God for the doctor and for what he says. And maybe they're right or maybe they're wrong. I don't know. But God, 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 the name of Jesus is the name above every name. And it's above the name of Parkinson's. It's above the name of tremors. It's it's above the name of cancer. It's above the name of stroke. It's above the name of whatever. And we need to just declare it. Hallelujah. Just see it. You know, you got to see the victory. I'm heading for victory in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever you bind on earth, the Bible said, Jesus said it. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Sometimes, I really believe that sometimes we're not... We're not victorious in our prayer life in getting things from the promises of God because we just haven't been strong. We haven't attacked it forcefully. James chapter 3 says that our tongue controls our whole life. Guard your heart, the Bible says, with all diligence. Why? Because out of it flow the issues of life. Well, how do, how do, how do things flow out of our heart? They flow out of our mouth. You know, it's whatever, what, what did Jesus say? Out of the abundance of the heart, what? The mouth speaks. So whatever you got in there comes out. That's why we got to make sure that what's in there is good stuff. So what's coming out is good stuff and not bad stuff, not negative stuff, not evil stuff spiritually sound things. Hallelujah. Let the words of my mouth, the prophet, the psalmist wrote, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. See, your heart and your mouth are connected. If there's negative in there and you speak negative, then we loose negative forces to come to pass. If there's spiritually sound and godly things in there and the, and the word of God's coming out your mouth, then it puts God to work, you might say, on our behalf to cause those things to come. 
And you know, and I don't understand why it takes so long sometimes. I really don't. I, but I just know that victory is mine in Jesus' name if I'll just stand and declare the word. Hallelujah. Come on. We're, we're not wimps. We're, we're Christians. Hallelujah. We have the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God is a winning God. The Spirit of God is a persistent God. God doesn't get tired, so my spirit doesn't get tired either. Hallelujah. Our words bring us victory or defeat. Psalm 107, verse 17. And he also loved cursing. And so it came to him, and he did not delight in blessing, so it was far from him. Now, when, when the Bible talks about ter- cursing, it's not talking about using four-letter words. It's talking about speaking negative things, speaking defeats. You know, it's like the, the curses that are listed, you might say, like in the Old Testament, when it talks about the blessing and the curse. That's the cursing, the negative things, the, the, the sickness and disease, the trauma and everything else. He loved cursing. He loved speaking negative. He loved being negative. So what? So it came to him. But if we speak positive, it'll come to us. If we're going to be recipients of the promises of God, we have to take the word of God and go to war with it in the spirit. You know, Hebrews 13, 6 says, so I might, so I might boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid what man can do to me. Boldly say it. Boldly say it. Hallelujah. We need to be aggressive. We need to be determined. We need to be persistent. The king, what does it say? Matthew chapter 11, Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven, what? Suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. How you got to be violent sometimes. Sweet toward people, but, but I tell you, negative toward, you know, violent toward the devil. It's the way God is. You know, the Bible says that God is compassionate and gracious and slow to anger. You know, God is. He's merciful, he's kind, and he's gentle. He's a loving God. He's a merciful God. But toward his enemies, I tell you, you don't want to be his enemies because toward his enemies, he's a, he's a fighter. He's a warrior. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 15 and verse 3. This is just after they crossed the Red Sea. It said, Moses, you know, we sing that song, I will sing unto the Lord for he, you know, they just crossed the Red Sea. They took up their tambourines and they sang. You know, the horse and the rider thrown into the sea. But then it says this. It says, the Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. You know, 261 times in the Bible, he's called the Lord of hosts. And host means he's God of the armies of heaven. He's God of the armies of heaven. He's a warrior. Hallelujah. Isaiah 42, verse 13. The Lord will go forth like a warrior. He will arouse his seal like a man of war. I tell you, you don't want to be on God's bad side. You don't. You know, people think they can ignore God. You can't just, you can ignore him your whole life, but one of these days you're going to face him, and you're going to find out that, yeah, he loved you, and yes, he sent Jesus for you, but if you never acknowledge that, he's also a just judge. He doesn't want to send anybody to hell, but he has to, because they died a criminal in Jesus' name. The Lord will go forth like a warrior. He will arouse his zeal like a man of war. He will utter a shout. Yes, he will raise a war cry. He will prevail against his enemies. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 24 and verse 7. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. I tell you, God is on our side and he's fighting for us. Hallelujah. You know, it's like, it's like the story in 2 Kings. You remember, it's like Elijah. It's, it's, Elijah the prophet was telling the king of Israel where the enemy was coming. You know, don't, you know they're going to they're gonna come over here to, today and next week they're coming on over here. And the, the Syrian, the King James calls them Syrians and other Bibles call them the Arameans, but anyway, this, I'll call them the Syrians. The Syrians, you know, they, the king got mad, the guy got mad. He said, who's, 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 who's the spy in our camp that's telling the king of Israel what's going on? He said, no, it's the prophet in Dothan. He said, well, we're going to go home and take care of him. 
So they get this whole army, and they come, and they surround. You know the story. They surround the city, and uh, Elijah's servant gets up the next day to go get some water or whatever, and, uh, and he's, he looks out, and he sees this army, and it's like, oh, my God, we're done. You know, and Elijah says, God, open his eyes. God, open his eyes. And what he says, and he says, uh, the, and when he opened his eyes, he saw the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. I tell you, you can't always see him, but God is there, and God is a warrior. You remember what Jesus said in Matthew 26 when they came to arrest him in the garden? He said, I could, I, if I wanted to, I could call upon my father, and he would give me, some people say he'll give me 12 legions of angels. No, you know what it says? It says he would give me more than 12 legions. He can give me more than 12 legions. If I want that many, God's got them available. Hallelujah. You know, some people just want to see the loving side of God, and he is a loving God, but he's also a warrior. He's a, he's a judge when he has to be. Hallelujah. God is a jealous and avenging God, it says in Nahum. God is the Lord, and the Lord is avenging and wrathful. The Lord takes vengeance on his adversaries, and he reserves wrath for his enemies. So we need to see some things, sickness and disease, depression, insecurity, self-pity, whatever, anything that destroys us, anything that hinders us, we need to see it as our enemy, and we need to come against it mercilessly, mercilessly, just come against that thing, just no in Jesus' name. I give you no place. The Bible says give the devil no place. We'll give, we'll give things to the devil. We'll give it no place in Jesus' name. Lack, I bind you in Jesus' name. You know what I'll tell you? When we stopped having church, the thoughts, I'm, I'm just going to be honest, the thoughts are, you know, what are we going to do? How are we going to have, how's the church going to survive? What about the offerings? But I tell you, you know what? God's taking care of it. The offerings are coming in. I thank God for that. Hallelujah. I just, and I just like to rub it in the devil's face. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hi, I love you. Thank you. So let's, am I still on? So let's be aggressive in the spirit. Should I sing or? Thank you, Jesus. I don't know if they can still hear me or not. That's all right. Are we done? Oh, hello. Welcome back. Where'd you go? I've been waiting for you. 
Anyway, let's take the word of God and let's get let's let's go to war in Jesus' name. Let's be aggressive. Let's let's not be just sitting around and waiting to see what God's going to do. Let's declare what God's going to do and let's 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 just go for it in Jesus' name. Let's be aggressive. Let's be strong in the spirit. Let's draw close to God. Don't allow this thing to kind of throw us for a loop. Throw a loop over it and pull it out of the way in Jesus' name. So, Father, I just bless you today. I thank you, Lord, that we can be part of your army here on this earth, part of what you're doing. We we link arms with you, Lord, in Jesus' name, to accomplish your plan and your purpose on the earth. Have your way, O God. I thank you that you love us. I thank you that you protect us, that you deliver us, that your people will be strong in the name of Jesus, strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I thank you for your spirit that's within us, that causes us to be overcomers in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for being with us today. Our prayer is that your life be enriched through the power of God's word and that you be filled with his love and strength as you daily serve him. To learn more about our service times and our ministry and how it is that you can partner with us, visit us online today at romechristiancenter.com.